good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to another Whiskey and the Insurance Podcast. <laughs> I bet you have it that time. <laughs> you did. I was, I was looking at you. Right? <laughs> well, we're going to do it. Perfect. Well, As you guys probably see, we have a guest. We do yeah. have a guest. Absolutely. Uh, I have the honors of introducing this guest. This is Jason Satchel. Yeah. And I had... Uh, an awesome experience. So I went to Rockers University and I was an emphasis in finance and economics was my uh, degree and, and whatnot. Great school. Got a lot of great relationships with professors, with students, name it in the business world. And I had a nice upper level division finance class. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a night class <laughs> Tuesday night from about six to nine o'clock at night. And I got an entire semester with Jason. I got to learn a lot of different things from net present values to you, you name it in finance, all types of equations that I had to memorize in that, which yeah. was a lot of fun. And I had a, a very high level of interest in stocks and, and figuring out different things from that aspect. So, so the question uh, is though, did you remember anything? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I will, I will say in my job from a sales perspective and in insurance, I don't use it every day. Yeah. So that that's probably yeah. a big challenge. But uh, Jason has been, um, if you go on and look at his LinkedIn, we'll put we'll post that stuff in the information in under our YouTube in the notes and whatnot. But he's been uh, a decade of experience at Ivy Investments. Uh, he's been a professor at Rockers University. He currently is a professor at uh, Northwest Missouri State. Um, and he teaches Boo. everything when it comes to <laughs> this guy comes from Missouri Western. Yeah. <laughs> a little rival. But he's got a lot of cool things to talk about corporate strategy. We're going to talk about education. Mm. We're going to talk about consulting. All, you name it when it comes to finance and everything involved with finance, which We've talked about this. I, talk, I told you guys what another professor of mine said. Yeah. Uh, and he said, Professor Stellern, yeah. money, money, money. That's the world go around. <laughs> so we're going to get into it, baby. Yeah. So yeah. I know that we have, since we have Jason on here, Correct. I'm really excited about this. He said he had a surprise for us. Ooh. And, boy and he brought it. us a nice whiskey to go ahead and try. So, Jason, without further ado, I'm you know, from a introduction, everything, I'm going to let you just go ahead and jump right gotcha. into the deep end of this. Gotcha. So what do we got here? So in education, I think the thing that you have to do is make it topical yeah. and mm -hmm. lead it to people in the current environment. So I, I made that mistake when I first started teaching that I was using things that were way out of date. Mm -hmm. Right. You get into the conversation of Enron or Worldcom yep. companies that have gone away. Yep. But the problem is how long ago was that? 2001 yeah <laughs> so, so how old are students right now yeah. that yeah, i'm right. teaching they yeah. have no conception yeah. of that yeah. they've been talking about the great financial crisis mm. they were they were 12 years old yep. they were nine years old it doesn't work for that so you have to keep things in the present time right mm -hmm. yeah and so we're going to talk about education which is why we're being topical but also investing so in investing and when you value securities it's an ever-evolving world right information is constantly come in and people are changing their beliefs and ideas mm -hmm. of what's going to happen in the future, right? So when you look at an investment such as a stock like Apple, that is looking at all of its future value and discounting that gap back to the present value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So right now, topical wise, we have a Congress that was almost shut down, all right? We almost shut down our government, yeah. which is going to impact security prices and mm -hmm. the world and everything like that. And also we had the, for the first time, a house speaker that was removed, yeah. never happened before. So we have this 
dysfunctional Congress right now. And obviously that's impacting everything in our world currently because of that. For sure. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I brought in a whiskey called the representative. Okay. I love that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so this company, uh, Proof and Wood, they're out of Connecticut. They are a non-distillery producer. So they source their whiskey from different distilleries. Okay. Right? So this one is an MGP product. Um, so obviously we probably all know MGP is out of Atchison and then they yeah. have their distillery in Lawrenceburg, uh, Indiana. And so they source it. Uh, they bottle it in Bardstown, Kentucky, and then they ship it off, right? So yeah. this one's aged two congressional terms, uh, one house congressional terms, two years. So this is a four-year-old uh, yeah. bourbon whiskey. It is MGP's low rye. So their low rye is 21%. Okay. Their high rye is at 36%. Okay. And so this is the low rye. So you're probably not going to have as much spicy notes on this one. Nice. It's probably their higher rye one. Um, they do have a, a completely rye one, but I went with this one because okay. of it. And so I, it's a little high proof. It's uh, I, I like stuff in the 110 to 120 range. I wonder how this will hit us compared to horse soul so no. we did on our first episode. I'm already I'm thinking about That's what I'm thinking about too. Already thinking. Yeah. And so, so I'm, 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 I'm really interested how tablet's going to open this up. <laughs> <laughs> I know this yep. is already we'll work on it. It's got yeah. wax on the top. It so does. it'll be, uh, <laughs> might take a little bit minute here, Maybe, but tablet yeah. always does the honors of pouring and opening our bottles of whiskey. Yes. I tried one time and I gave up and gave it to him. It took a little bit too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we will do is this is a perfect time to go ahead to our sponsor, Apollo mm -hmm. Insurance Group, for allowing us to have a space Thank and you. everything else Absolutely. that we have here. So we'll take a break for Apollo. Thank you. We want to shout out our sponsor, Apollo Insurance Group. They are one of the largest health insurance brokerages out of the Midwest. They specialize in health, life, dental, vision, a lot of the things you need in regards to insurance they have. So they typically save their clients a lot of money in regards to their premium. So if you don't have someone that's helping you or aiding you through this process or this chaotic world of health insurance, please reach out to them. They fight for you, they specialize in what they do, and they're great at their job. Well, we got the bottle open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. We'll that about took that about later. ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was some that wax. Back. That wax was tough. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Open. yeah. Oh, you did it too, dude. Fast. It was. There, there we yeah. go. I didn't expect it to come out that easy. Yeah, <laughs> you did kind of pull and it just popped. Yeah. So that's good. Oh wow, I'm excited for this. Okay. So tell me a little bit about how you came or stumbled upon this, yep. this bottle. Yeah. So, I mean, I think all of us, when we start off drinking whiskey is always in college, right? You yeah. get that Jack Daniels and mm. crown Royal and, <laughs> yeah. and it's a Jack and, yep. and, it, <laughs> and it's not a good experience. Right. And, and you basically then kind of are going to have to evolve from there and take your steps and stuff. And so I had, I'd recently had purchased a new house at the time. It was 2008 okay. that I got into the whiskey business of really trying to be a connoisseur and trying yeah. to kind of get into this. And, and I went over to Lucas liquor, um, on state line over off in Leewood. And, and I was like, I'm going to find something. I just celebrate this new house. I'm going to go ahead have something where I can come home from work, sit down, yeah. have a glass and just relax. Absolutely. Right. I didn't have, I, I just had my daughter first child at the time. And I was like, I just probably need something. Just chill out. It's going to be like my old man, right? Yeah, come yeah, home, yeah. Sit, in, sit in that rocking chair, have a drink. And the next thing you know, the news is on and you're passed out. Right. So, so I bought, I, I bought the, uh, uh, it was an 18 year old Jefferson's presidential select. And, um, it was, it, it wasn't the most expensive thing there. It wasn't the cheapest by any means at the time. And, and we'll talk about the price here in a second on that. 
but got it home. Um, Jefferson's, everybody sees that on the stores now. They're Jefferson's Ocean, and yep. they've got, you know, the Jefferson small batch. But at the time, they were just doing uh, sourcing, similar to what we're going to have today. It was starting off as a source business back in yeah. the time. And, you know, they went ahead and um, had sourced it from the old Stitzel Weller distillery. And the Stitzel nice. Weller was where Pappy Van Winkle had been produced mm. until that distillery had shut down. So more or less, it was basically old Pappy Van Winkle that they yeah. had sourced and, and bottled as their own. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So 18 year old and basically like Pappy Van Winkle at the time yep. and um, got it home, opened it up, tried it. It's like, oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> this, is way better, this is way better than the scotch my dad's drinking. <laughs> way better than the Jack Daniels. Um, oh, yeah. and so that bottle, I, I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell my wife at the time I bought that because I thought she was just going to go ballistic, right? Like <laughs> she's going to just be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the evolution, right, has changed so much that even cheap bottles now go for 90 bucks easily. Right. Wow. Right. Uh, and so at the time, this was $89.99 for this bottle, okay. which at the time, 08, I'm thinking like, that's a lot of money, right? right? For sure. And and so, but that bottle today goes for a couple thousand on the secondary market. Ooh. Only if you kept yeah. it. If we only kept it, right. But It just was too appetizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, I, I've gone through some bottles in my lifetime that I look back and I'm like, man, that was... Mm. yeah my gut's the... worth a lot of money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's awesome well nice this is 116 proof whoa that's up there that's in up our there. In our line what did, where did that place it that's the second yeah, second because we First have horse is... soldier which is 125 126 or 126, 126. and then yep. we have this one yep. okay and, all right and i was looking up this online because i've got all the flavors over here so i'll be curious what you guys say because i won't guess any but there's there's quite a bit it's a lot in it. A lot in this. Have you had this? And no. Oh wow. Oh, okay. So, I like that. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of flavors. And the comparison that says people also view this other whiskey. Can you guess? Horse soldier. Horse soldier. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. So, Let's go. So horse soldier. If you watched our yep. first episode, it was it had a flavor of butterscotch that mm -hmm. was in it and mm -hmm. but the first time you drank it it hit you like a bullet yeah right. that's what the owner said because he was got awesome to yeah to i got to meet the owner which was cool so okay it was really neat and he signed it off to us and everything so yes it was really neat but i'm really curious to see how this compares i am but okay. well we, we know what to do first we yeah. gotta smell it that's we the first test. that's the first test yep you gotta smell it you gotta see what your guys are getting i'm not gonna guess so you three are gonna I have mean... to guess the smells mm -hmm. and i'll tell you okay i gotta guess okay I gotta guess. Okay. Vanilla. I knew you guys yeah. said that. <laughs> Vanilla's in there. Yep. Vanilla. That's standard. So, yeah. so there, vanilla is part of this. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're going to smell sweets in form of vanilla bean scone. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. I like they, that. How they worded that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it definitely, it, it's on this, it's not a very floral uh -uh. at uh -uh. all, right? It's not that. Nope. Very sweet. It does, it does not have floral, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll give that so, away. It has. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you can mess up first. Go ahead. <laughs> you just got you gotta go simple to go brown sugar, yeah. brown sugar, vanilla. Literally. <laughs> well, one of these times when I say caramel, it's gonna be right. It's gonna be right. <laughs> there's no caramel. No caramel. It's a it's a fruit in there, Luke. No, it's a fruit no in there. No, there's there's confectioner's sugar. So powdered sugar. Okay. Okay. Is, okay. Is, so you were close on the brown sugar. Okay. No fruit though. You, you wanna no. guess? Because I don't know. Oak? I mean, yeah. It's oak in there. 
It's well, not yeah. a very heavy oak. Though. No, yeah, and, 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 and it's only aged. I mean, four years is still aged, but still, yeah. um, it's not like it's eighteen years, so it's not going to be very like rich like, yeah, yeah. oak flavor or whatnot. No, 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 I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what else. I'll be honest. This one stumped me. It's not peppery at all. So mm-hmm. yeah, honey. Did we say honey? Nope. So this is. Let's Hold on. We gotta taste it first. We gotta taste it. Can we okay, get okay. something yeah, we right, taste. please? We can taste. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's go. I didn't take a sip. So. All right. Whiskey for the souls. Insurance for the wallets. Wow. I'm gonna be honest. For 116 proof, that is damn smooth. Yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> it sure is. That is good. Yes, it is. Wow. That is good. That's a great bottle. Wow. What do you think the price is? Ooh, let's I, see. I can't say because I'm looking at it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with. See, here's I'll the thing. Though. Here's the thing, though. It could go one of two ways. It could. I don't know. That's. I'm gonna say between 80 to 90. It's the price range that I'm giving. Okay. I guess I'll go on the lower end. I guess I'll go 40 to 50. Okay. All right. So yeah, 44.99. That's your boy right there. But See, if it tastes like this, and then literally. online, if you get it at allstarwine.com, they're a little bit more expensive, sixty four ninety. Okay, so it pushes yeah. it up a little yeah. bit. Party, party time liquors. Yeah, party time. Party time. So like damn, forty four. That's a that's very good bottle. Yeah. yeah, for that price. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, that just goes back to what you said. I mean. You bought Jefferson. It was eighty-eight dollars back in two thousand eight or whatever. Yeah. Oh my gosh! This is just this. This is really good. You know yeah. what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have to be pouring myself a second glass. Oh gosh! Oh lord! Slow down. <laughs> so this is good. This is this yeah. one. My I. This is up there with Remus and and that last one we did. Mm-hmm. So uh, Angels Envy. Angel Envy yeah. was really good. Angel's Envy yes. was good. Which did you guys do the finished rye or the the regular? Regular, I think it was regular. regular. They they are actually sold out of the finished rye yeah. oh, okay. when I went there, so. um, or else I would have got that because okay. I do drink a lot of Angel's Envy. Okay. <laughs> well, we know what sector <laughs> sector is next. We have to rate, rate it. it. Well, hang on. We have. A, oh yeah, he's got to tell I us. I got to tell notes. you what's all in this. I'm oh. gonna read this to you. Guys. Please, 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 please. Do you guys, do you have any more guesses? I mean, think. After, Sweet. I, after I tasted it, it's got a little cinnamon, cinnamon but it's not heavy on that cinnamon. I, I, I taste it. It's pretty well balanced. I'm mm-hmm. a, you want me to read this off? No, wait, off. wait, wait. It tastes. Um, there's no fruit. Sweet. Uh, there's, chocolate it could be. Yeah, there's chocolate. In this. Yes. It's dark chocolate. Dark chocolate for dark sure. Chocolate. That's after though. You want to know what it is? That's, that's the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see that? Nutella. Nutella. Oh, <laughs> I knew it was uh, giving me hazelnut. That's what it is. Hazelnut. Yeah. So this is what it says: bakery mm. sweets in the form of chocolate chip cookie, Ooh, vanilla bean scone, confectioner sugar. Okay. And Nutella, along with fresh garden herbs and red apple on the nose. red apple. So they took a cookie Ooh. recipe. This whole enriched palette turns to lemon meringue, Ooh. vanilla cake, blackberry tart, and bitter chocolate. And okay, 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 okay. And it's got, okay. I can get the bitter chocolate on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, it's well built with depth and dynamic flavors. This it's bottle exactly what it says. Wow. Think of all those flavors that are just in that right there. I mean, that's that's cool. the most of it we've had. Most yes. of the flavors is like yeah. maple syrup, butterscotch, honey, honey. honey. 
It's got some oak you in know. it, maybe some uh, stone. Fruit. But then we had Toki, which yep, had toki. like thyme. Yep, and yeah, yeah, had some, <laughs> some Japanese stuff. All different, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is wild. Yeah, yeah that's wild. I gotta give that's it to cool. this one. I, that's pretty cool. For forty-five bucks, that's a pretty for forty-five dollars. Absolutely, yeah. 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 absolutely. Yeah. stuff absolutely. you see on the on the show. If you can get the bottle open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might give up before then. Exactly. <laughs> but if you can, it's a good bottle. Gosh. That's is that good. not wild? This is no, really, good. Yeah. really good. That's very good. Okay. Even better See, without ice. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't shot. That wasn't shot. <laughs> hey, now on the real though, ice helps bring the flavors out of the whiskey because it helps bring the. Uh, it dilutes the whiskey a little bit so you can actually taste each flavor. I did better. read that. Okay. Now, okay. it does dilute it so you're not getting the full effect. Yeah. Well, you're not, you're, yeah, you're not you, getting what the distiller sat there and produced. Yeah. True. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've maybe, watered hey, it down. And, maybe next one when you pour it, since no we don't ice. have any ice, we'll just try it with no ice. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but so. man, it does not taste like 116 proof. Mark Juan's favorite part. Let's get to what's in the bottle. Let's get to rating this. We gotta see what this rating goes, how it goes. So you want to do it? I'll do it. Let's do it. All right. And we got price. I know. Good, I'm good taking price. Good flavors Dude. and 116 proof for being that. Uh, I am taking everything into account right now. You remember now. what yeah. you said last week? I remember what I said last week, but remind me. Remind <laughs> Angel's me. Envy was your top second, and oh, nothing's yeah. going to go above that. Okay. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> so I heard what I said. And that was an 8.5. Is this better than Remus for you? It's, it's not push. It's not, okay. it's not there for Remus. Yeah. Right. It's close. All right. But I will say. This right here, I mean, it is smooth. They compare it to horse soldiers, like you yep. said, right? Yep. Um, but it's smoother. Than, it's not yeah. a bullet. Yeah, it's horse like a soldier. Soldier. horse soldier yeah. was harsh. Yes, Absolutely. it was harsh. But this, also, it goes with the story. Yes, it does. You know? Yes. But this smooth, right? And it goes down like just not the, elegant. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. elegant when it goes down for sure. Uh, and the flavors, everything that you just listed in there, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we have chocolate. What else do we have? Lemon meringue. Uh, lemon meringue. <laughs> we got vanilla we beans. Vanilla cone. Like, it's Nutella. a cookie. It's a cookie in a glass. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, oh, yeah. So for me, I, I love it. I could sip on this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This, this is, is a sipper. We've had several sippers. We have. We have. This is I a like sipper. This one. Yeah. is a good one to just sit around like I, i'm coming home from work yeah i get home yeah. pour myself a glass maybe yeah. smoke it get a little- <laughs> yeah. and, and you can do it every yeah. day you don't yeah. have to worry about hey it cost oh, yeah. me a hundred bucks for sure yeah. now i'm gonna save it and yeah. that's sure. another thing the price on it i mean yeah. fantastic how much was horse soldiers 110 110 yeah we got 100 110 dollars compared to what was it 44 44.99 44. 44. and it tastes like this so for me, my highest was what? A 9.5, nine, I think? Yeah, 9.5 Remus. Yeah. Honestly, guys, this is a 9. Oh, oh you lied. Like the second he lied. Favorite. He lied. Favorite. He lied. He lied on this, this is a 9. You caught him first. I didn't think that I was. it was going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but this is amazing. I like it. Yeah. Nine. 9 for me. I'm going to follow right in suit for another 9. Let's go, baby. Uh, it, it, Let's go. It's not a 1 to I, 10. So. Yeah, I, I'm... Value in everything that I've got nine. nine. It's higher. Nine. It's higher than everything for me. My horse. I guess Remus was high. Was my highest at nine. Nine. I think I was just. It went. It was at nine at Remus. That's I it. I can't remember. I think it that was, was episode nine. four. Yeah. I don't remember what I. I'll have to go back. Okay. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I think I'm. 
I'll be right there with you. I'm gonna do an eight nine. Mm. Oh wow! Eight nine, eight, nine. We all like this. I love that's this. the first this time fire. we've all been this high. Close yeah, and this high. Well, yeah. hold on. I, right. I know, but all three of us, what I'm saying. I know, I know, I know. We've normally not been on the same wavelength. At all. At all. You're at a six, he's at an eight. Yep. I'm at a ten, <laughs> yep. something like that. Now, he, you right. do like your whiskey. I, I, so I do like my whiskey, okay. and there is very high bars. Oh. They're, 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 it's a high bar. Do you so. know what your highest one is? Or what your favorite one is? So... I, I like, so you guys tried the Remus. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, the George Remus. Yeah. They also produce a Remus repeal. Mm. We, we have to get that one. Yep. Yep. And the Remus yep. repeal, um, I've done every one. I haven't had the batch one. I've never been able to find the batch one, but two, three, four and all. And, yeah. and I've had their actual, their um, Volstare. Mm. I haven't had, which was a 14-year-old Remus repeal. Okay. And they've gone and they've done, I think, a 15-year-old Gatsby. And I haven't done that one. So the Gatsby and the batch one, I've never done. Um, but I would probably see, say the, the Remus repeal Voltaire or Voltaire act or whatever it was, okay. um, is, is the one that I probably would put at the highest. He's so, got Remus at the highest. Yeah. 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 But it, there, it, I'm going to tell you right now, levels. there is a very big difference between that George Remus you had and uh, the, the repeals. Okay. okay. A huge difference. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So just that's keep that a, when you get that. That's a future. That's, that's a future, future whiskey for us. Absolutely. I, 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 you're you're going to that. That. You're gonna go ahead and readjust. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you go ahead and make that note, Rod. So yeah. yeah. Try yeah. the repeal, you said. Yeah. Remus, repeal. repeal. They do it in batches. And so each year they put out a different batch and stuff okay. but um i'm going to give this an eight okay okay yeah. yeah yeah and part of that is because of the the value yeah. uh -huh. right and so yeah. i think there's other ones that are more complex and have some some better tasting notes yeah. for sure. that might stand out a little bit more for sure um, but for the value that you get yeah and that, that's a that's a really good bottle for for 45 bucks absolutely yeah. yep yeah, I think that is the biggest thing. Like, there is a lot going on in that bottle, but I just don't taste everything, yeah. you know? Um, I forgot which one it was that we tasted that you literally tasted every single note. It was like three weeks ago. But <clears throat> it was just, it's still a very good bottle. Absolutely. This one is. Now that we've rated this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, we've, and, and to be honest, it's all pretty high rating. It's average between the three of us, probably like an 8.7. But at a minimum, 8.5, because you were at an 8. We were all at pretty much 9. Nines. So eight and a half, yeah. yeah. With all, without further ado, I think it's time for us to get into some of those topics of investments because that's what some of our listeners are wanting to know about. Absolutely, we have a lot of college listeners that are in finance and insurance. We just talked about that on our last episode. Yeah, sure. Uh, one of our listeners put in a, a request to to uh, for us to talk about some topics about emerging young professionals getting into the industry. Yeah. So I know that we've got some young listeners, and I know that they're probably like, man, what's going on in the investment world? <laughs> exactly. like, what in That's the true. heck? Right. So as we kind of go into this, how, can you discuss the role of where we are at today in education, upper upper level education? So we're talking about colleges, university mm -hmm. education, uh, finance classes, economics classes, you name it. Let's Let's dive into that. Yep. And, and, and I think that's a great place because we are at a time in place right now in higher education where mm. it is it, it is going to be a divergent between different universities depending on which way they were going to go. Mm -hmm. There is the value proposition. We just talked about a whiskey. <laughs> this whiskey got more value than one that's 110, right? right. Yes. Do I go to college and spend $150,000 on my education? 
or do I go to a trade school or do I just start working and find some other avenue to go? Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and that's what investing is. And a business will make investments. We make investments ourselves. We buy Apple stock, Google, whatever yeah. that might be. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's an investment for us. A business will make an investment in going ahead and building out some type of project that's going to earn them a future return. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And there's going to be an initial investment just like, we are making investments going to the gym is going to make sure that i have a healthy body that i can live longer and Absolutely. hopefully earn more money but yeah. education is an investment also just like a business makes that so it's a cash outflow right from yeah. the beginning i'm i'm taking the next four years i'm not getting <laughs> anything out of this it's right? 150 grand out the door out yeah. the door right and you're signing up for it. <laughs> yep i'm signing up for that and that's out the door right to get a college education at this point so mm -hmm. does that when I go ahead and look at all those future cash flows that I'm going to generate because yeah. of my college degree, yeah. and I discount that back to the present value and I subtract out what I spent to get that, does it make it positive, right? right. And some of those degrees are not worth it, yeah. right? And so you have to, as a college student, determine if what I'm getting is going to actually generate me a profit. Mm, yeah. I tell every one of my students when they come into my fundamentals of business class, you are you incorporated right? yeah. i you know, i i'm you're luke incorporated yep. Yep. Like talbot incorporated yep. right yep. you are your own business yep. and when you I, I hate i hate to i always use this in class but i hate to i hate bringing this person <laughs> kim kardashian oh oh geez. yeah there yeah. is no better person in this world yeah. that has turned themselves into a business yep, yep. But that's what you have to be as a business and you have to look at yourself as a business in that perspective if you want to like actually decide if something's worthwhile right, right. and so a college education in some ways is not for some people going to be worth it right right, right. right. i remember when i would when and gosh i hate being the old right person. when i was young <laughs> this old person in this room i my so so learning right yeah. i think my my personal take is education can change your life and future generations of, of your children or dependents going forward, mm. right? You can get out of poverty with education. Now, education does not mean necessarily higher education. That means a skill or some type of knowledge that you can use to go ahead and further your monetary goals and then obviously everything that goes along with it. You're Absolutely. talking about self-education, which on our last episode, yep we just talked yep, about yep, we sure did it, you know jake the senior from wichita state he, he brought this up he wanted us to talk about how to, to get into the industry and and be successful get ahead yep. get ahead start early don't get in the books if you, and that's what i that's what my thing we talked about i got my license when i was 18. i started going to meetings when i was 14. at a table like this list of people didn't say a word but guess what i soaked in information soaked yep. in knowledge yep. and now i use that knowledge to this day because now instead of even though I've had a license for almost a decade and I've been doing insurance sales for almost a decade, I have more than a decade of experience just simply because I was around it right, and I right. soaked it in. I was like a fly on the wall in those meetings. And I I wanted I was one of the I was the weird 14 year old kids. Dad, I'm going to the meeting today. Yep. I got a late start at high school. I'm I'm going. I know it's at eight, <laughs> eight to nine. I can be at school by nine thirty. I'm going. And then every summer, my summer Monday mornings was going to a Monday morning meeting yep. with my dad. Yep. Just because yeah. I wanted to, I wanted yeah. to get ahead of my peers. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and it's self 100% self education. Yep. So it's huge that you say that. Yeah. You can listen there. I mean, the movie Goodwill Hunting mm -hmm. and Matt Damon says, I can, 
you know, he, he, he's $2.50 and fines at the library, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. We are in a era where there is so much information available freely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can get on YouTube and you can learn anything without having to pay for it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, um, there are certain things that, you know, having that degree that shows an employer that you might have a minimum competency in mm -hmm. something does probably count for something. Yep. But that is where I think education is somewhat now going is how do we as an employer judge of where you went to school yeah. right. and you went to school is yeah. equal. Did yeah. you right. receive the same thing and did you right. get the most out of it? Absolutely. And so you're seeing a lot of times where certification now has really become an actual major thing that employers are looking for. Mm -hmm. So in the financial industry, you really have four um, major certifications. You can be a certified financial planner, mm. be a chartered financial analyst, or an alternative investment analyst, or maybe a financial risk manager. So those are four different certifications. Okay. And so for for me, for my students, they're 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 at a school, and I, and and listen, you're going to get a wide variety no matter where you go to school of professors <laughs> and what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. And so they they are going to be able like how does my students because it's not a top hundred school, it's not an Ivy League school. How do they stand out? Right. Most employers, like if I'm an employer, I might go ahead and just on a lazy side when I'm screening applications, yep. I might say, hey, if they're not at a top 50 like public university, I'm just going to go ahead and yeah, push yep. them off the side. Yep. And think about how many finance and business students those universities go ahead and put out every single year. There's yeah. a lot. And so how do you stand out if you're at a school that doesn't have that reputation? Right. And so. I've had some students here lately where I've really pushed that on. I said, listen, you need to go and start this certification process. You're a senior. You need to start on that level one of that chartered financial analyst program. And they've done that and it's worked out really well for them. Nice. They've gone and they've applied to jobs where I want, I know for a fact that if they didn't have that going into it and pass that first level, they, they wouldn't, they would never yeah. actually been They're because yeah. Yeah. We, and, and, and obviously there's all kinds of, you know, people that say standardized tests are, are biased and everything yeah. like that. And, and they, and they probably in some ways are right. Yeah, right. There's bias in everything that we have in life, unfortunately. Right. And, and, but, but there, you can, you can go ahead and teach too and learn that material if you want to. Yeah. And so that does stand out. So yeah. yeah. One Absolutely. question I do have for you is, <clears throat> do you think that we're merging back into that lane? Uh, back in the day, you know, I hear my grandparents talk about it all the time, <laughs> you know, get your trade and, and get your certification. And that used to be the norm back in the yep. day. Do you think now, so it's more merging back into that rather than go to college, get a degree, et cetera. Do you think the scale is gonna wait wait out a little bit yeah and, and so that, that that's where i kind of was going to start with that when with so my 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 grandparents my on my dad's side my my dad's a medical doctor mm. and his parents were poor okay they were they were poverty right and they lived in a really bad neighborhood here in kansas city mm. and my my grandma had probably i think she dropped out in maybe like 10th grade or something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. my my grandpa earned his like knowledge uh, in the military and became a, an air uh, airplane mechanic mm. okay and so they really pushed education because they had a skill at the time but it wasn't or, or you know they didn't have a lot of education yeah. they did have kind of a skill in the mechanic area but they were like, we want you to go to school. Mm -hmm. So they pushed their kids, like my dad being the oldest, 
it was kind of a little bias in this, but you're yeah. the oldest, you're going to be the, the, yeah, one, be the real the one. one. The yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So, so they put him through it's Catholic school. They went, yeah. He went through like Rockers High School, Rockers University, and then mm -hmm. medical school and stuff like that. Nice. So they really pushed. And, 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 and so that worked out, mm -hmm. right? And so my dad saw that education for him changed his future, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So when I was getting out of high school, I really kind of was looking at two things. I was like, I want to maybe fly airplanes for a living. Mm -hmm. Or I had a lot of friends that were like, I'm going to be linemen. Okay, I'm going to go find <laughs> poles and yeah, be a right. lineman, right? Okay. Right. And my dad was like, Oh, no, mm. I'm, my son's not going to be a lineman. What, mm. what the hell are you thinking? Right? <laughs> right? Like That's, you know, and he was like, and, and at the time, to be a lineman, it was a nine month course at a local community college. And I believe it was $3,000 mm. to go ahead and be, you know, go through the program and right. stuff. My dad was like, I'm going to put you in contact with, you know, whoever this yeah. guy that he worked, you know, he knew and stuff. And he's like, he's, I lived in a small town in North Dakota. Winters were brutal. Yeah. And he was like, I want you to ask him if he thinks the 20 bucks an hour he makes is worth getting up in the middle of the night in the middle of a blizzard and going out oh. there and stuff like that. Right. You <laughs> yeah. want to, you want to be inside and, you know, a desk job yeah. like, or something yeah. like that. And uh, so, but you now look at it mm. and I looked up before I came in here today journeyman linemen make 50 bucks an hour right now yeah. you know, that's a lot of money yeah. that's 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 a for and think about what it costs to get into yeah, that absolutely three grand mm -hmm. that's a so what is the average salary of a student coming out right now with 150 grand 40 yeah 40, 30 yeah, 35 yeah. maybe probably yeah. about 45 yeah. Yeah. yeah i think that's about what our average student is now you get in some of those bigger higher education like, exactly right. that's more yeah you know but but for the most part, the smaller, you know, universities like Missouri West or Northwest, yes. Central Missouri, they're probably business, you know, 45 grand. I can't tell you how many students I've interviewed Man. and they want to make 80, 90, 100 grand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coming yeah. out. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> that's great. That's... Uh, go find it. Yeah. 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 And when you find it, let me know. <laughs> yep. and, and our average income, just so you know, you may may or may not know this, our average income for our first year sales agents is 45000 Correct. And then our average second year income is 100000 Correct. Our average third year income for our agents is 150 Yeah. Plus. Yep. So, and that, but that's sales, right? That's sales. And, and you know, yeah. from an insurance speaking, that, that first year, those first 12 to 18 months is brutally hard. Oh, yeah. Brutally hard. Yep. So, um, but it's just, it's, I find it really interesting from that aspect too. Uh, but yeah, you're 100% from education perspective yeah. and trades, yeah. and what you guys were talking about. Yeah. I think it goes, it 100% depends because I value the education that I received from Rockers. Yeah. But I, I think students need to begin to make decisions. <laughs> Not on where they want to go fucking party. Yep. There you go. There you I'm go. sorry, but the, there you that's go. the reality. Like, yeah, I made true. a decision to go to Rockers University, not because I was going there to want to go party. I, yeah. I made that decision because of the business school, yeah. the network I was going to have in Kansas City, because yeah. I knew I wasn't going to go to the East Coast or the West Coast. And have so that. if you want yeah. if you want to go work in New York or Chicago, guess what you shouldn't be doing as a student? You shouldn't be going to school in Kansas City yep. or Mizzou or whatever. Correct. You need to go to a school in Chicago because that's yep. where you want to build your career. You need to build your network there. Correct. If you're fine building a network in Kansas City, guess what? There's two schools that you should be at. <laughs> UMKC, Rockers University for Business. In my opinion, I could be off on that, but that's that's my thoughts on that. But you've got to be able to you've got to be able to make connections and inroads that can lead you to deeper connections at a, at a career level. 
Yeah. And that's what your degree is going to give you. Absolutely. Your, yeah. your degree, I, and, and you know, I had your class and whatnot, but the reality is from a finance perspective, I don't use any of those things on a day-to-day basis. I mean, yeah. there are some things I use some net present values. I use some of those different stuff, but from a perspective of like usage, I think it's more of a network and relationship based mm-hmm. yeah. more than really anything from a, a, a value, like unless you're specific, like engineering or you're going to metal school school right. or you're doing something for like a specific instance, then you're going to receive the exact value out of your classes that you had. Well, mm-hmm. and I think that's where education, like right now, if you're going to change that value prop, what do you have to change about the education you receive? Mm-hmm. So if I go, if I go to school right now where I teach, and I'm going to get a bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. probably about only 30 to 36 hours is going to be business classes. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them, like biology, chemistry. Yeah. And, I, and, 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 and like, I'm not about, you know, the idea that you shouldn't have a well-rounded education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But does that help you? If you're saying, I want to be in the insurance industry or I want to be a financial professional. Right. Right. I couldn't agree more. Is that going, going to help you? No. Is that where you go ahead and get on YouTube or all the free exactly. education resources? I had to take philosophy, I, philosophy I, I, and, and, <laughs> and, and liberal arts classes that were forced upon me. Yep. Communications, yeah. which I mean, I, you can use communication to public yeah. speaking, you know, all that stuff. But the reality is I shouldn't have had to take a three, six, nine hour a total of credits for all these different stuff. It took physics. Yeah. Physics. A business I, I, major. I, yeah. Right. And, and, and so, so you look at, you look at like a master's degree and if you went to, let's say UMKC and you got a master of science and finance, mm-hmm. those are like 30 additional credit hours that you mm-hmm. would, right. would have. Wouldn't it be better if you went ahead and you eliminated 30 of those hours that, you know, are probably not going to, be something you're going to use later right. on down the line world and religion all, and put that all money i had world religion three credit hours and i'd get in an argument with my with my professor at rockers university because she would try and tell me different things about the yeah. other religions and why i needed to know that and i would just say why do i need to know yeah. middle eastern <laughs> religions That's like greek, greek mythology <laughs> yeah. that one stood out yeah. to me as western civilization greek mythology when yeah. i was like yeah. hey you i, I think like, there's i think what we're coming to we're coming to a crossroad between uh book knowledge and mm-hmm. not in life mm-hmm. knowledge mm-hmm. that's the crossroad mm-hmm. and how important are they both and what really uh, advances you to what you need yeah. to do or what you want to do in life because yeah. life can teach you a lot yeah. you know your parents yeah. can teach you a lot just like you said you had you know uh religion and yeah. all of that mm-hmm. i'm getting that at home yep. you right. know and yeah, sure. and, and you know uh, my parents can teach me about that. I don't right. need to know and, that. And ninety nine percent of the students disagree with whatever their professor is Correct. talking about yeah. when it comes because to religion. Because guess why? Because we all have our own opinions on it. Right. There you and go. And it's an opinionated subject. So leave it alone. That. That's very <laughs> leave it alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. And that's uh, it's crazy because like <clears throat> what I was thinking about that I ran into after I graduated. Mm. One of my buddies, he had to write a check, mm. and he didn't even know how to fill out a check. Mm. And yeah. like it's just like. It's that kind of stuff. I'm like, we go learning. to school and we pay hundreds of thousands of dollars or fifties of thousands of dollars. And it's like, you can't even write a check. <laughs> like, how do you, how are they not teaching us the no basic stuff? No banking classes, yeah. nothing like, like that. Nothing that's going to help you or save money. A perfect, Literally. perfect example is like how to properly network. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Like socialize, like networking in the business setting. Yep. I can't tell you how many times I go to a networking event and you guys are all going to know about this, especially you, because I, I know that this would have happened if you went to a networking event. <laughs> as a financial advisor. 
the guy that's 50 years old. Hey, hey, what's your name? Yep. How, how are you doing? Here's my business card. Here's yep. my business card. Yep. Here, oh, oh, here's, what's your name? Here's my business card. You know, it happens every stinking networking event. I'm like, dude, this is going in the trash. Literally. I don't know anything uh, yeah, about you. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's a relationship. How about you talk to me first? Right. Let's interact. Yeah. Right? Let's interact. Yeah. Another thing, one of the cool things, shout out to Rockers University because they did teach on this. Okay. As you are going into a company, and if you're an intern or your first year at that company and you go to an event that is for the company and you have a drink in your hand, you should have one drink at that event, even if you're a, as of age. One drink and if max, they do, right? And if they do Just a toast, once. if they do a toast, that's when, and, and you should hold it. You shouldn't be drinking your drink. Right. As as a as you're brand new in that company, you got to learn. You got to learn the people. You've got bosses that are there. You've got managers that are there. You've got people that are watching how you interact in front of other people. And so I remember uh, Tracy Blasdell, uh, Professor Blasdell taught this class. It was called a uh, professional readiness. I think it was or something like that. It was a freshman or sophomore year mm -hmm. course. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget it. She said, if you're at an event and you're doing an internship, you should carry one drink. And if and and they're doing champagne or doing a toast to you or whatever it is should raise your glass, you take a sip, and you and you hold on to that drink the rest of the night. You should not go back for a second. You certainly should not go for mo anything more than two because they're watching, and that can impact what they're going to do with your future career, wow. just yeah. as a reality. And sure. that was a class that they taught at Rocks. And I, those are the things I guarantee you. For sure. Uh, we didn't, we didn't know. Yeah. No, they, don't they, you don't say it because even... we didn't get taught that. Exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. And you and I both know the people that we've hired. You yeah. know? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, they don't I, sometimes they don't operate like I, that. I, I will I'll share a quick story. <laughs> if this person is listening, he'll probably get a kick out of it, honestly. Yeah, he'll laugh. But, he'll laugh. Uh, first year first year guy that we hired mm -hmm. he just started in november we're doing our christmas party which is about december 18th so we're we're 45 days uh -oh. i can already days. see where this is going yeah. do i know this I'm, person yes you do yes you do <laughs> he's sitting right next to me at the christmas party he brings his girlfriend mm -hmm. his girlfriend was 100 embarrassed was drinking whiskey the whole night mm -hmm. and we're going over our award ceremony at the dinner awards awards, <laughs> awards this guy's ceremony. head is slumped like the, hold on one second. I'm, I'm his boss, sitting like right this. next to him. Like he this, is right. like this, yep. slumped. And uh, one of the managers was speaking and going over the awards. And I, I, I kid you not, his comment was, he raises his, well, this guy just fucking shut up already. <laughs> and oh, I was like, my. <laughs> I, I, I was baffled. I'm like, dude, you're 45 days in the job. You already have embarrassed yourself. He probably doesn't even remember he said it because he was so gone. I mean, he was slumped at so, the table. So gone. But he didn't even know what he was saying. He, I mean, he had to be carried out by his girlfriend. His girlfriend was 100% embarrassed. embarrassed. And those things you can't do when no. you're in a career. <laughs> that is a lasting impact for the rest of your career. Yeah, that and, always follows you. Yeah, it's a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not sharing names, yeah. but anybody that was here will know who I'm I have an about. idea. But shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to him. I got a good relationship with him. He'll yeah, probably he's laugh. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's okay. Uh, but I have to share that because that's something that you shouldn't do yeah. at, a, at, a, at a company event. Yeah, so, that, yeah definitely not. Mm, so, so we go into transformative education, upper level education. Yep. We're talking about where we should be going with this. So in your opinion, how are colleges going to either A, distinguish themselves as, I mean, I think we've kind of shared some of those thoughts, but mm -hmm. how, do they, how do they move forward from this? Because okay. there's clearly a problem, right? All right. So, so in, in business, can you be good at everything? No. No. 
Absolutely not. And what do what do colleges try to do? Mm. Try to be try to have everything. everything. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We have we have a major for everything. Mm-hmm. And at some point in time, from a budgetary standpoint, from a you know from an individual you know standpoint, you have to become a little bit more specialized. You you as an insurance company, mm. you specialize in a particular type of insurance. Yep. Right. Other companies, they do that. They find a niche. They specialize. There's very few companies that can go ahead and be conglomerates. And we're finding mm-hmm. that conglomerates just don't work that well anyway yeah. in business. Yeah. Right. Um, so you colleges are going to have to go ahead and pair back stuff. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you're a college that's really good at business and education. For sure. Maybe you're a college that's really good at science and technology. Mm-hmm. And, and the problem is, is we've seen some colleges start to pair back. So if you think back here, not too long ago, West Virginia University started laying off a lot of people. And from a budgetary standpoint, I think what people don't realize is over the last 20 years, states have stopped subsidizing higher education. Mm-hmm. All right. So 20 years ago, Northwest Missouri State University, 70% of the budget came from the state. Mm-hmm. 30% came from tuition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now that has now switched. It is now 30, you know, exactly the opposite. Wow. 30%. Yep. From, and we and we expect that over the next 20 years, that is going to go down to zero. Yep. So so people are like, oh, higher education, the cost is going up. Well, yeah, because now it's not being subsidized by two, yeah. you know, three million people in the state of Missouri, four million people, right, paying taxes, <laughs> yeah. it's now, it's, it's on the individual, right? Yeah. And, and maybe that's the best thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think as a society, having more education is a great thing and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, where, where do you draw the line on how much you help somebody else out? Correct. So that's a, yeah. that's a conversation to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely changing and you're going to probably see universities have to figure out how to live in a space where they are now needing to evolve and mm-hmm. higher education, I'm sorry, is, Having worked in business, it is the slowest industry I've ever seen in my life, mm-hmm. right? Like it moves at a snail's pace. Like yep. we, we, we go to online classes and we think that like that's progressive. Mm-hmm. No, that is not progressive. Like you throwing me on a, on a webcam in my, in Correct. my, in my, yeah. know, my living room, home office, home office recording lectures, like all of a sudden some There's kind no, of innovative thing. No. Well, you, you have to, to give you an idea on that, on that point, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but no. you and I wouldn't have connected. Right. The way that we did, yep. if we weren't in person, yep, and you, straight up wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yep. And I'll mean, I'll be the first to say it. I went through COVID in college, mm-hmm. and literally, I mean, I was in classes that I didn't want to, didn't I'm think so I had I, to be in. I'm so glad I got through that before COVID. Well, and that was the thing. <laughs> I literally would turn on the Zoom, turn around. And play and Call of Duty. You'd game. I wouldn't even miss it. And then we'd take a test, and I would just use Quizlet or whatever and pass the test. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yep. that's bad to say, but yeah. So that's so that's networking. That's building relationships right, right there. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, when when we do a online lecture, there is more technology in this room for this podcast right now than I do for my class. <laughs> right? Like that's. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. is. We don't have like a room where there is a dedicated person actually going ahead and and shout and, out rods. Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. You're going to do some work today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You know, there's no editing. There's no, there's none yeah. of that. Right. And yeah. it's that if you're paying 150 grand, you, you want that. Yeah, man. I would have you loved, should be demanding I have, that. I would have loved to have been able how to learn how to run a podcast rather than being self-shot. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but we're doing a pretty damn good job. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, hey, uh, and that reminds me. 
please subscribe and follow our yes. uh, our channel on YouTube because if you are, <clears throat> we are giving away. We're doing a giveaway. We're very close to a thousand followers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're mm -hmm. doing a giveaway once we reach to a thousand followers mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel, where we're giving away two bottles of whiskey to two lucky winners. But you have to be following us on either TikTok. Or Instagram. Instagram. So it's a subscribe to our channel and then a follow to IG or a follow to TikTok. You don't have to follow both of it, but you'll get our you'll get our information there. We appreciate the views. We appreciate the, the subscriptions. And thank you for the support. But Absolutely. giveaway Absolutely. is coming soon. Yes. 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 Well, I'm gonna pivot. Okay. Uh -huh. Pivot for us. More on the investment side. Okay. 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 Let's get okay. in it. Let's do it. Let's do it. How do you think? Because obviously <clears throat> COVID. Crypto was huge, mm. oh, huge yes. thing. Okay. How do you think that is going to impact later? Because I know you probably heard a lot of talk about how Bitcoin was become a currency that we were going to potentially use or rely on. Mm -hmm. And obviously, coming from your side, you know, you're a lot more knowledgeable than me. But <clears throat> I want to hear your thoughts on that. That's really good. I yeah, love that. Good. This right. is a good topic. All right, so I could talk about hours on Crypto. This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so, so transformative learning and education, it, it, it's an actual theory, right? Okay. And so within that, there's three main tenets that you as, I'm not, I, I'm going to teach you some things like basic theory, but I also want you to learn to think for yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to take in everything around you and decide what's the bullshit <laughs> and what's actually Absolutely. Real. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? There's so many people that watch TikToks nowadays <laughs> and think that that's, that's the, that's it. Yeah. Right. That's end all. all be all. Yeah. End all be all. Yep. Right. And and I, my kids, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Hang like, on. Hang on. I talked. I, I talked to somebody that does marketing and that we are looking at for hiring. Uh huh. And they use TikTok as their search engine. Mm. They're utilizing TikTok for more than just video now. Mm. It's becoming. It's it's wild. Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong Weird. with that. It's where you get your information. Yeah, for sure. And and if right. you can go ahead and shift through all of it, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. You have to, and and I think that's one thing where some some individuals that are coming up in this new technology age are having trouble with, mm -hmm. right? It's it's shifting through all of the different. For sure. So, <clears throat> transformative learning, understanding yourself. All right. So understanding yourself, also understanding your convictions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right we all have beliefs we you talked about beliefs from what you learned at home yeah right absolutely but you also have to be able to see other people's beliefs and be open to those yep. right i agree you have lived a way different life i'm guessing than yep. i have yeah mm -hmm. and i have to be open to understanding where you are coming from from your background and your understanding and beliefs as well if Correct. we're going to ever progress a society i have to go ahead and under and be open to that Yep. If we're going to be able, if I, if you and I are going to ever connect, yep, I have to be open to that. Hundred percent. I am stuck in one singular <laughs> thought process. Yep. Yeah, I'm excluding a lot of people. Absolutely, mm -hmm. sir. I right? love this. this yep. is so and so perfect. Yep. This is good. Yep. And so <clears throat> after that, once you're able to go ahead and understand yourself, mm. and go ahead and look at your convictions and be open to other people's beliefs. Oh man. You then have to have a behavioral change. Man. It has to affect you some way. You have mm -hmm. to want yep. better. Yep. Go ahead. And so, <laughs> and so you have to make a change. Mm. And now a lot of times that change, unfortunately, is because of some kind of dramatic event. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to make change. Changes are hard. They're yep. uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They're yep. scary. Mm -hmm. yep. So you have to, a lot of times that change doesn't come until something happens that 
forces you to really reassess and yep. do that. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, that's that change. whole, that's that transformative learning hmm. aspect of we are going to, you're going to be able to really change as a human being mm -hmm. and be open. And once you're open, you're going to have a better understanding of your surroundings mm -hmm. and everything going on. Right. Sure. And that's, and that's what investing is. All right. We talked about knowledge when we started off this conversation about every day, everything that's happening around us is impacting the value of investments that you and I are making. Okay. Mm -hmm. The better we can understand society, mm -hmm. the better we can go ahead and make actual judgments on what's going to happen because of that. All right. Mm -hmm. With a financial asset, financial assets are based off of all the future values that it's going to generate and bring it back to the present value at a discount rate. Mm. All right. So there's a little bit of science that goes with it. Right. <clears throat> but there's a lot of judgment. Yeah. All right. Understanding what different aspects of society are the most important and what is just noise. Mm -hmm. All right. And so the better well-rounded we become in that aspect, we can then make better judgments and understand what something should be worth. Mm. All right. So that's what a financial asset is, right? We are looking at all those future values generated, bring it back to the pot, the mm. present. Okay. Cryptocurrency. Mm. It's crazy how he tied all of this I'm just together. Telling you, I, I was seeing it as it was coming together. I was, I was like, like, this man, is insane. I, I see like it, it all coming together. We got like to be willing to change, but hang on. I think there's a butt coming in. Uh -huh, there. there is. I think. We'll Cryptocurrency. <laughs> I could be wrong. Though. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> Cryptocurrency is not a financial asset. Mm. Cryptocurrency is a commodity. Oh. Right. A hot one. A hot one. All right. So... <clears throat> Cryptocurrency is a commodity, and a commodity is not valued based off of future potential returns and gains like a financial asset. Okay. A commodity is what the supply and demand at the current time is worth. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see cryptocurrency have such volatility. Right? Got it. So... With that being said... <laughs> <laughs> Cryptos either good or it's bad. <laughs> my my personal opinion is that it is not something that is going to be a currency that we use on a daily basis. Got it. At with the given context of what we have around it. Right. I think there's great aspects to cryptography and the cryptocurrency with smart contracts. Mm -hmm. I think there's fantastic <laughs> things that we can bring about that. But Let's use your company, Apollo, right mm -hmm. now. Yep. When you go ahead and do business, what what do you accept as payment? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, let's Dollars. talk about it. Dollars. 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 Credit okay. cards, bank info information. Okay. If Check. somebody came to you and said, all right, I want to sign up, but I want to pay you in yen. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Why not? Just, it, we don't... It's value have, different. We'd have to transform the currency. We'd <clears throat> have to. We'd have to do an exchange. I'd have to know what the yen's trading for. I mean, exactly. you could, I could, but that it's a whole other. Value different. Well, I, what I will say is, technically speaking, Apollo doesn't accept payments. We only make <laughs> Look, payments. He's breaking to the, it down to yeah. the insurance carriers. <laughs> so we don't. So like, if you were to buy a policy through us, okay. we'll collect your payment information, yeah. but we supply it to the carrier. Okay. 
because so, we're the middleman, we're a brokerage. Okay. But we do have some products. I, I there is a product uh, that we offer, Aspire Dental, that is our own product that we do collect payment, but then we remit back to a network and all that stuff. We have a bunch of costs that are associated in it. So there is one carrier, I guess we say, that we collect actual physical dollars, but everything else, okay, we're just supplying it to the. You're ruining carrier. his story. No, you're, you're no, no, that's, <laughs> but but no, no you're right. but no. it's different aspects. Think it about is. lead purchasing. But, yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing, though. I know where he was going with it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, we're, we're, and I'll let you keep going. Yep, we'll get to that. All right. So, all right. So, with that, with that, you uh -huh. don't accept anything but dollars. Uh -huh. How many cryptocurrencies are out there? A lot. Okay. So let's say that you decide that you're going to accept Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. And the carrier doesn't accept Bitcoin. Mm. They've decided to collect Ethereum. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, how? Now you as a company now have to go ahead and figure out Change. what's the exchange and everything. There are companies that are multinational, global, Apple. They have treasury departments that they know they're going to have to hedge and they mm -hmm. can do all that foreign currency exchange. Right. right? Yeah. But as a small company, yeah. do you have that ability? No. No, because then it costs money to exchange and everything too. Absolutely. So yeah. you, so, so because there is so many out there as a small business, how are you going to decide on what's that globally accepted digital currency? And how does that, because that's where it comes, right? right. Like, mm -hmm. yes, I think it's great, but you have to get like consensus. Right. We're going to accept this digital currency at this rate at, well, yeah. Right. Or whatever rate, and, whatever it yeah, is, whatever it is, right. Because it's going to go up. Yeah. And then or the down. other aspect is what's happened with, with, with Bitcoin here since COVID gone, gone down a lot, gone down. Right. Are you willing to accept Bitcoin? as payment if you know tomorrow it could be only able to buy half of what you had the day before i was like because it was over like 60, 60 grams, G's, 65 yeah. or whatever it was yeah. and now it's 20 something 20, 20, yeah. 20, yeah. so so like less than that you know yeah. we 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 complain about the inflation right now in the united states right mm -hmm. u.s dollar is yeah. de being devalued absolutely as it goes forward right yeah. that's gonna happen we know that yep but we've we know that it's a fairly consistent devaluation. I mean, over the last 20 years, it's you know been pretty minimal for that, mm -hmm. that aspect. And the last couple has been not great. Right. But I know when I go into Walmart tomorrow and I want to buy a two liter of Coke, it's going to be $2. And the day after that, it's going to be $2. Yeah. Now, a year from now, it might be $210. Yeah. yeah. But I don't have to worry about if I accept payment and something, I'm maybe it's, it's like 40 grand. Yeah, 40 grand or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, and I think that's where those current those cryptocurrencies are going to have hard time mm, yeah gaining acceptance is because they still are that commodity where supply and demand determine the Correct. price mm -hmm. and that's going to be very hard for wide you know you know acceptance There's, the reason why i think why i'm hedging bets on crypto why i think it's a part of our future and i and i do agree i don't think it'll be a part of everyday value i still think it'll be a mostly a dollar in the u.s mm -hmm. But I think that it's going to be investment like gold where people are holding and then trading at a later date or whatever. And I think it will continue to rise simply because of if you look at Chase Bank, look at these billion-dollar organizations that are investing in crypto arms a part of their business and banking, crypto credit cards that only – and these banks didn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. So, and so like Chase Bank, for instance, they invest, I think I, I could probably look it up, but I'm guessing they've invested a ton of money. I know where he's going with this investment 
I'm gonna into let him finish. Crypto. The money, the, the money follows the money, and you're I, and that and that's and that's, that's exactly where he's going. And and so these billion dollar organizations, people that control the money supply, are investing into this billion or trillion dollar uh, cryptocurrency of Bitcoin. I well, and this is what I will say. I think there's some others that are going to last, but there's two main ones that I think that you should be investing in: Bitcoin and Ethereum. Mm -hmm. I get Those what are the two largest. I mean, you could find the others. It's value. It's all about value. And just like how you found your $89 bottle of whiskey that's now goes for a couple thousand. I think there's, those are going to exist. But the two first movers in the market and the two that control most of the market, Bitcoin and Ethereum. I get what you're saying. And yep. I agree with that. I agree with that to a certain extent. But just because the money leaves a trail doesn't mean it's going to end well. <laughs> that's true. You know? Damn. <laughs> when you say the money leads a trail... Do you think the U.S. government is going to allow the dollar to fail? Because if the dollar fails, then our economy is in a complete yeah. crisis. Yeah, right. yep. they're 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 not going to allow that to happen. Mm. Mm. Right, that just causes complete chaos. Chaos. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Right. So um, there will be a digital currency. I don't think in twenty years we'll ever pull out a greenback and you're going to present a dollar bill to somebody. Mm. It'll all be all digital, yep. but it'll be U.S. dollar digital, which they're going to go to. And that's already right. in the process, but I don't think that that's gonna, you know, Bitcoin's gonna overtake that as the payment system by any means. Mm. So. This is this is my answer. So this is why I think cryptocurrency is here to stay. <laughs> One company, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, last year invested twelve billion with a B billion dollars into technology, and they're doing that per year just for cryptocurrencies. Twelve billion dollars is not a lot of money. Yeah, but <laughs> in the in the context of the but, global correct. society. But, but this is this is one organization. This isn't any of the other banks. This is anything else. This is one organization investing twelve billion dollars into into cryptocurrency. I don't think I don't think cryptocurrency is going away by any means. Yeah. It's not going to continue. Anywhere. What, yeah. continue yeah. on going forward. But to will it be the primary <laughs> source? It's not correct. To, yeah. No, I don't think that it's. I think, and, yeah. and, and you have a lot of people that are out there that says, okay, it's going to be worth a million dollars in 20 years. Yeah. Well, how did you come up with that value? Because we just talked about it's a commodity based off supply and demand in the current time. Yeah. It's right. not a future. I can't project out, you know, supply and demand 20 years from now and discount that back like a financial asset. It's what it is right now. Yeah. You know, oil. Yeah. We don't know what the supply and demand is 20 years. We don't care. It's what yeah. it is for right now for that commodity. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, for people to come out there and say it's going to be this much or this much, that's just yeah. People I, trying to profit. Yeah, right? agreed. They want people to go ahead and go out there and buy it because they hold it. Yes, and see, then I was that value ask. goes up because the demand goes up. See, that's what I was going to ask. Like, why do you think it was such a hot commodity during COVID? Like, why do you think it was such an influx in everything for crypto and just because was there was hard. a lot of stockholders and like they would make it a lot of money. Eight percent of JP Morgan. Before you say that, eight percent is what they. Hang on, no company invests that much. I, money. I hear what you're no, saying. I, I hear you. It's not going anywhere, Luke. I know. It saying. will be a part of the world. Eight like, percent, though, of their total revenue. That's okay, okay, saying. okay. Eight percent. So, um, as far as COVID. I think a lot of people did a lot of stuff. I drank a lot. Yeah. I became very familiar with, like, with it. I also went out and did walks, which I didn't typically do. Right. That's true. Yeah. But we we got to a point where there it kind of was this con, you know convergence between you know you had a lot of different 
companies that became came online around that time. Robinhood became very popular. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. What was that time? Yes, it was. Bro. I actually did that in college. <laughs> yeah. <Missouri> Western. And, <laughs> and so and so I saw within my own students where before COVID, there was less like students like actually investing. Right. Right. COVID hits. Now people are paying attention to that stuff. And then you also get the fear of missing out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 people go ahead and then start following that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, in the last year. I don't think that I've seen nearly as many people getting involved in that stuff as during COVID. Mm -hmm. And so I think you're starting to get revert to the mean a little bit of what Mm -hmm. was happening. Because you put money in Dogecoin like I did. (laughs) (laughs) I think (laughs) I'm going to ignore that. (laughs) But I think going back to what we were speaking about earlier, we were talking about commodities and it being a hot commodity. I think the difference between uh, commodity and uh a necessity is longevity right mm-hmm. we've had the u.s dollar for so or long security. right even though it devalues like you said earlier but we know we're familiar with this we yeah. know what this is right mm-hmm. and so for anything and such as bitcoin and whatever else you want to say right, right, right it has to be i feel like it's just not being successful successful as of now because again it doesn't have the long longevity streak for sure. right and not only that it's just uh some say it's not as sustainable, right, yeah. as yeah. what we've seen in regards to the U.S. dollar. So I think yeah. it's a it's a big difference in in a hot commodity and a necessity in regards yeah. to what we're looking at. Well, and there's also the idea of technology of adapt, you know, adapting to technology. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Who can you you want to bring up the idea of who controls the money mm. For sure. in society among the generations who controls the money right now? Boomers. Mm. Yeah. How uh, how willing are they adapting to? cryptocurrency <laughs> not. They're not so so again supply demand right if they right. were super adaptive and they were demanding it mm. well then yeah absolutely the price yeah. goes up on that for sure but until that actually shifts to a different generation that is maybe more technologically i don't want to yeah. say savvy but more adaptive to that because yeah. they grew up with it yeah that might increase the value because demand goes up because yep. that generation sure. is demanding it. And it's coming. Which will I mean, take the, some years. It will take some years. Has, it still has years to go. I think, yeah, I think we're coming. I think we're a decade, 15 years away from that because the boomers, it's just like any society. Mm-hmm. They're going to die off and that money is going to transition to their kids, yep. which is the millennial generation. Mm-hmm. Or gen, or I guess it, what was gen Z. what's No, Gen Z is after mm-hmm. millennial. Mm-hmm. What's oh, in between millennial and, and boomers? Gen X. Gen X. So it's going to be the Gen Xers. And so the question is, what's the Gen Xers going to do? with that money because they're going to be receiving that that being passed down and everything so i mean all those things are really good you know key and good points i agree but i think we'll leave with one more topic yeah because i know we're already very long so far we appreciate all the time <laughs> yeah. we appreciate all the time we love this. I, know, I could sit here we and talk love another this hour yeah. of a podcast yeah seriously but i think we'll ask one question uh reflect uh, over everything we've talked about so far from investing to education or anything if you could leave our audience mm-hmm. with some key takeaways whether it's investments whether it's life principles whatever it is that you would like or a key main key takeaway what would it be here it is what would you say okay so i think this goes back to your story mm-hmm. as well education and investing can change your life for the better mm-hmm. and your dependents or your relatives' lives. The key is start early. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest key in investing. The more time you have to accumulate wealth, 
the more you're going to accumulate, right? Mm -hmm. If I start investing at the age of 40 and I want to retire at 25, I just can't contribute enough to get to where I want. Right. 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 I can't, my, the return that I can invest in, like it's there, you can't get that. You're, you're, you're going to have to up the risk to speculative nature. Mm -hmm. So starting at 18, even if it's 50 bucks a month and, and going that route, if you look at what $50 a month for that first year at 18 is worth when you're 65, it's a lot of money, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It's going to be at least you having enough money for a year of retirement. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you do that at 19 and 20 and 21, you've probably taken care of with just that money that you've done in that, those four years of college, first four years of retirement. That's, that's and that and, and that's and that's not taking a lot of risk with your investments. No, right. it's minuscule. It's minuscule. Right? It's only fifty bucks. But yeah. again, you have to have that mindset of, I'm going to sacrifice something now for something greater <laughs> later. Mm-hmm. I how, hit on that all the time. How many people in life are willing to do that? Yep, right? not very many. All the yeah. time. So I had a goal, <clears throat> and I'll share this with uh, people. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn by any means. It was just my goal of myself, my personal place. I was playing college baseball, loved college baseball, but I could have played Division two all four years. Would have been fun. Um, could have had a very successful career, or whatever. Um, but it wasn't making money. I was spending more time. I was doing 6 a.m. workouts. I was going to practice in the afternoon for a couple of hours. And then I was also doing, uh, I was going to a local place um, called Premier Baseball, Premier Pitching, which was all weighted baseball throws and specific pitching workouts because I was a pitcher. Mm-hmm. And I was spending probably five, six hours a day just on working out mm-hmm. for, my, for my job. And I remember going to my dad after my sophomore year. I said, hey, I want to I make six figures by the time I graduate my four-year degree. That was my goal. I want to be ahead of my peers from that aspect. So I started at, at 19 years old, started selling health insurance policies to people who were 50 and 60 years old. And I remember my first time I ever asked for somebody for their bank information. Nervous. I'm like, Sweating. What, why are they, they going to give me? I'm 19 years old. Why yeah. are they giving me this information? Yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't believe myself. So that was one of my first problems. And so I have to believe in yourself believe. at such a young age and stop doubting. Stop getting sure. the gremlin off the shoulder. Head but, trash. But exactly. But for me, I was able to buy and own my own, my first house mm. by the time I was, uh, let's see, that would have been 2019. So 20, uh, no, 20, it was, four. I think it was 23 years old. Okay. I just, no, I wasn't even 23 yet. 20. It was September 1st when I closed on it. I was still 22. I was 22 years old when I bought and owned my first home. And I went in and I invested money. And so from an investment perspective, real estate, that's real estate. And now that house, you know, I have several hundred thousand dollars in equity in that home because yeah. I bought it before pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't want to let go of the home because my mortgage You're a lucky one. You're a lucky one. Mm-hmm. But that's an investment from yeah. if I hadn't started and stopped playing college ball, which was fun. Yep, right. I loved it. I would have not gotten to that point in time being able to buy that type of a home. Absolutely. And then I made that investment from there. And then, and sure enough, I, I mean, and sacrifice, talk about sacrifice. Talk All about I did it. was work and go to school and I was doing 18 hour semesters. And so I would go in. So this night class that I had, this would have probably been my senior year, had to have been my senior year. I would have, I would always set up my schedule to where I was heavy on Tuesday, Thursday, so I could work most of my Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, because mm. Fridays were off for business school. And so I, I, on Tuesdays, I would have like a four o'clock class that would get over. It mm-hmm. was like three o'clock and would get over at 4.15. So from 4.15 to six o'clock or 5.45 when that class started, I was working in a empty room making phone calls 
two clients <laughs> at the business school at Rockers. And I took sacrifice to do that. Mm-hmm. And it was all because I was investing my future because I, I wanted to be ahead. I had this to. goal. I had this target, six figures by the time I graduated, which I achieved. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't say that to my own horn. I'm sharing that because if you want to get ahead in life, you want to invest in your future, you want to have more dollars to invest so that, hey, if you wanted to retire 10 years earlier or 20 years earlier or five years earlier or whatever the case may be, the sooner you can start in life, the more blessed you're going to be and the more well off you're going to be because it's all about time absolutely it's all about time and time equals money absolutely i don't know if i can summarize that any better no that's perfect so i mean i see a lot of students come in and you know i'm like you probably saw me in a suit half of my classes if you would have remembered you were probably the one (laughs) one person that's very talkative I, i remember you and there was one other student that had already um picked up their real estate license oh was that Aaron Horvat? Was he in that class? I don't, I don't remember, but okay. he, but a, a college student with their real estate license and going out there. That's awesome. That. That's awesome. That's yep. awesome. That is those those were the two people. You yep. and one other person that that stood out to me is like those people I knew were going to be successful. Dogs. Yep. Yeah, they were going to be dogs. I sat in the yep. second row. Absolutely. I never liked to sit in the back. I always sat in the second row because I knew Ever. if I sat in the back, I would I would you know, doze off. You would doze off. Attention. You wouldn't pay attention, and I wanted to put myself in the front of class. And for Absolutely. me, finance econ, I loved it. Like mm-hmm. I, I was enthralled yeah, with it. You're like just a I, number freak. I know. It's weird. I'm weird with that. I'm sorry. Sorry for the listeners. I just, I like this stuff. I'm a, I'm a junkie over it, I guess. It's good. But um, good. one, I can't appreciate you enough for being able to come on. Thanks yeah. for sending me a message. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for sending me a message saying that you would love to drink whiskey with us. Keep supporting us. We, we love drinking that. whiskey. Yeah. And I, we have plans for 100 episodes. So this is yeah. what I'll say. This won't be your only time on our podcast. No, you, sir. So sure. we we'll, got to we'll, have you we'll back. We'll step it up. On yeah. Back. Yeah. yeah. We'll step it up. Happy Van Winkle. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you know, we reach 50 episodes and we've got a lot more followers. We can come on. We, we can get even into deeper dive of finance Absolutely. and personal finance yeah. and how the, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We appreciate all the valuable insights you provided with us. Uh, one more uh, cheers for, the, for everybody to go. Let's and do it. Uh, you want to lead this one, Talbot? Sure. Let's all go. Right. Whiskey Whiskey for the the souls, insurance insurance for the wallets. Thank you so much, guys. Until next time.